Hey, this is Nick here, senior writer over at Sports Pack 12. And this is going to be our mailbag question segment. So send in your written questions wherever the frick you are in the conference, baby. Send them in. Send them in. And I'll respond via podcast form. And fellow senior writer Dane Miller will respond via written column. So seriously, send them in. I have a lot of fun doing this research, giving back the knowledge, the love, learning your concerns, all that, baby. We got the love, the knowledge. I'm going to give back to the people. Got to do it for yourself first. That's my ethics lessons, but then I'm here for you, the people. So from down south to Arizona, to east out to Utah, to east, to the west out to the Palouse of Washington State, we got the Cali schools, we got the Oregon schools, we got Buffs Nation. If I forgot you, I'm sorry. In all seriousness, in its in our entirety, we make up the Conference of Champions, the Pac-12, and we're better for it. So without further ado, send in your questions. Let's come together and la 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 la. Let's get to it. So today's question is from Grady in Twin Falls, Idaho, and it reads, Who do you like in the South Division this season? Folks seem to be overvaluing USC, just like they always do every preseason. So first and foremost, Grady, why do you care about the South Division? I'm kind of thrown off. You'd think that someone from Idaho would be cheering for, you know, teams in the North Division. Like, I don't know. There's a team who's right across the Idaho border. They have a pretty solid program, a lot of fun to cheer for. But that's just my personal beliefs. So Grady, when I initially read this, I was super thrown off. Why, why are you cheering for the South Division? Hey, but he asked the question, so I'm coming with the answer. So again, just to reiterate the question, who do you like in the South Division this season? That's what I'm going to kind of point my emphasis on. That's the actual question. And folks seem to be overvaluing USC, just like they always do every preseason. So you knew you were asking question to Nick here at Sports Pack 12. So come on now, Grady. We come with the fire. They're not overvalued every preseason. USC's historically and traditionally the best team in the conference. Granted, they haven't been at their highest point recently. This team is is the Pac-12 in football. Nine national championships. They're the only program who can hang their hats with the big boys down south. That's fact. That's tradition. That's money, baby. That's money. That's Kohar. Cash. That's moolah. Okay, so in all seriousness, you are right though, Grady, in terms of this season with USC being projected to win the south. Again, I don't think they're being overvalued, but I'll kind of give you a little facts about why they're projected to win. But just so you know, that doesn't mean I'm picking them to win the South. That You asked who I like. But again, I do understand why people did or why USC was a hot pick. So first and foremost, they returned Keaton Slovis, who was an amazing true freshman quarterback last year. I mean, just having him at the helm or second year will be very, very solid and should lead to high-level productivity. Along with that, you're returning a very talented wideout class, and um, and that's going to be led by Amon Ross St. Brown and Tyler Vons. Two speedy wideouts, and complementing them is tight end Jack Yeri. So that trio of weapons, along with a very solid quarterback, that's why they're projected to win the South. First and foremost, that is it. I mean, if you look at the team top to bottom, I don't think they are as talented as some people think. That doesn't mean that this trio doesn't deserve to be the preseason favorite, though, because that is a lot of talent and a lot of weaponry. For me personally, though, I think losing Michael Pittman Jr. is a huge loss. Just huge, absolutely huge, huge, huge loss. He was such a freaking beast at the wideout position. You could just throw the ball deep and you make plays. Again, Tyler Vaughn, or um, Amon Ross St. Brown, Tyler Vaughn's very speedy wideouts, but... um. Michael Pittman Jr. is just that next level NFL workhorse. He's a beast. So losing him, I think, will hurt SC more than people believe, or uh, more than other people may think. 
On top of that, you look at the offensive line. It gave up 28 sacks in 2019 and only averaged 3.93 yards on the ground. So that's a little bit interesting. Definitely a little bit iffy. They also lost left tackle Austin Jackson to the NFL. And they have a new defensive coordinator in Todd Orlando. So that's a lot of what, if, who, what, when, where, why type stuff. And we'll hop back to the offense really quickly. So the offensive line really could struggle. Again, the loss of Austin Jackson to the league. Um, I don't see how this is conducive to a good offense from top to bottom. I also wasn't sold in the UFC running backs last year. You vet Veve Malapai, I believe Stephen Carr and someone else. So they have a lot of options, but it never really looked good. I mean, again, 3.93 yards on the ground. And the running backs just didn't, I mean, they just didn't have that feel, that vibe who could take over a game like a Zach Moss could last year. They just kind of, you know, they're just running backs, just called drawing backs. Great athletes in their own right. But again, I don't see enough. On the defensive side of the ball, they should be pretty solid. Last year, they were just so beat up defensively. I said solid, though, not elite. Let's let's get that facts. <laughs> solid. They have a new defensive coordinator in Todd Orlando. And the reason I think they'll be all right is because they returned Drake Jackson and Jay Tufele on the defensive line. That could be <laughs> double duo of defensive ends on the pass rush here. That could be a lot of trouble for Pac-12 teams. So again, you're wondering why USC is favored. It's that offensive passing attack, and they put up phenomenal stats last year. Again, Keaton Slovis at quarterback, complemented by Amon Ross St. Brown and Tyler Vonson wideout. That's essentially why they are projected to win the conference. The other two teams you could look at here are going to be Utah and ASU. And so one of those two teams is who I'm predicting to win the South. Just a little, little spoiler alert. And uh, first and foremost, I'm going to start with Utah. And I'm not going to spend too much time on them just because I believe they lost so much last year. I mean, they lost Tyler Huntley, Zach Moss, Bradley Nye, Jalen Johnson, Francis Bernard, Terrell Burgess. I mean, losing all those players, that's going to be darn near impossible to make up for. And on top of that, they lost five... How How is this said exactly? They lost five starting secondary players. And this is a team who lost a third-string quarterback, Matt Fink, at USC last year. I don't see how they're going to overcome that. Losing your starting quarterback, starting running back, top five secondary players. I just don't see Utah really being the South Division champion this year. Two-time defending champs, not getting that trace. That's just my opinion, though. Kyle Whittingham teams are always tough to beat. They're well-coached. They play hard. They should have a good offensive line. So don't count Utah out. That's for Darncher. They're going to be at the top. They always are somehow. I'm not, again, not really sure how, how, but they are. And so, yeah, they should be uh, very solid. But again, I don't think they're going to be the Pac-12 division champs. They also return wideout Britton Covey, who I made fun, fun of him a couple of weeks ago. But did a little more research and watched a little more highlights. And he's actually pretty good. So yeah, that's another name to consider. Which leads me to drum roll. Da-da-da-da-da. I said drum roll, not drum roll. The final answer. And for me, I think ASU is going to win the Pac-12 South this year. So some main reasons, first and foremost, Jaden Daniels, that quarterback, he's a stud. He's a proven winner, had a comeback against Washington State last year, comeback against Michigan State, led them to a win against Oregon, and making huge plays in all these games. He just has that it factor. He's got it, fam. He just has it. I mean, you just can't teach that. You're combining him with the NFL coach and Herm Edwards. You have new defensive coordinators in Marvin Lewis and um, I believe it's Antonio Pierce. Don't call my notes up. Yeah, it is um, Antonio Pierce. So we'll just say Mar- Marvin Lewis. I'm not seeing Pierce's name. So Marvin Lewis, new defensive coordinator. I believe Antonio Pierce is there as well. And then head coach and Herm Edwards. So you have two NFL guys. Great, great, great young quarterback. And they return a lot on the defensive side. 
According to ESPN's Bill Connolly, 76% of its defense production is back. And this is from a a D that held teams to 22.4 points per game last season. So you're going to have a very solid defense. Probably, in my opinion, one of the best coaching staffs from top to bottom in the Pac-12. Along with that, a great quarterback. They could be tough to beat this year. ASU is projected to be up there pretty high. But in most accounts, people are picking USC. At least from what I've seen thus far. The one thing that's, or I guess the two things that could really hurt them this year is they lost wideout Brandon Ayuk. He was a great, great college weapon, a truly phenomenal player. But in my opinion, he wasn't a Michael Pittman Jr. or LaVisca Chenault. So I just don't see him on that same tier. Again, losing him is still going to hurt, though. They're going to need to find a new big play wideout, that's for sure. But I just don't see him as, maybe as important as people thought last year. They also lose halfback Brandon Anou. Um He was very solid. But again, times move on, and you have a very, very amazing quarterback, probably the best dual-threat quarterback in the Pac-12, so they should be able to find running yards other ways through other halfbacks and him leading the way as well. And uh, the last thing I did want to say is that the offensive line lost five key seniors from the death chart, and they gave up 33 sacks in 2019. So this is going to be very tough to make up for. Um, That's going to be my one big knock on ASU, but essentially I'm betting on Herm Edwards. His NFL experience, his proven success so far at ASU, I think he's going to find a way to make the the offensive line formidable. And from there on, I think Jaden Daniels is going to continue to flourish, make a truly unstoppable offense. You have a great defense. So for me, forks up, baby. Throw them up. I'm picking the Sun Devils. But why the hate on SC, Grady? What's the hate, man? What'd they ever do to you? What'd they do to you? So if I had to pick top to bottom, ASU number one, USC number two, and Utah number three in the South. Thanks for the question, all seriousness. Have a good day. And Idaho is an absolutely beautiful state. Truly, truly a gem. And I think more people may consider traveling there. Just the nature there is amazing. Okay, (laughs) not going to go on a rant. Thanks for the question. Bye.